All right, welcome to the podcast for Two Consoles Too Late. My name is Jackson Keebler. Uh, we're going to be talking about retro gaming, movies, media, and current events. It's going to be a lot of fun, so let's get started. I hope you like the new intro. My uh, good friend uh, of a long time, Brian Buddha, he did the, uh, the new theme song for uh, Two Consoles Too Late. You can check him out at steadystate410.bandcamp.com. I used this song Little Light in uh, one of my Metroid Prime videos on YouTube. Uh, it's a great song. It's on his band camp, so definitely check that out. We used to be in a band together called Faster, Faster, Harder, Harder. Um, I was the drummer. I was not a good drummer, but you can also check that out at FFHH. .bandcamp.com. I'm not on any of the of the recordings, but it's always cool to say, and it's always fun to say, you know, hey man, I was in a band. Um, but it was a lot of fun when we were kids. And but it's good, a lot of good music there. So go check it out. On this episode, I'm going to talk about basketball. My personal history with basketball, uh, the March Madness tournament that's going on right now, the NBA and the history of the NBA in Baltimore, popular films uh, about basketball, and a couple video games. So I'm six foot one, and I grew up playing basketball, but I completely suck at basketball. I was a soccer player. I was better with my feet than my hands. <laughs> uh, my brother played at my high school, Calvert Hall, and my sister played at her high school, and she played for two years at a college in Virginia. My son, he has one of those little tykes hoops, uh, like basketball hoops, that you would fill with sand and you put in your back porch, but we just keep it in the house, and we just play in the house, and Hopefully we don't knock anything down. So March Madness is now in full swing. Um, every year I go on ESPN and I fill out a fantasy bracket. I don't I don't bet money. I just do it to, to see if I can pick the winners. When I was a kid, my uncle, um, his office had a pool. And I used to fill out a bracket and then bet like, I think it was like 5 or $10. And I think one year I actually came pretty close. All right, for the first time on the podcast, I'm going to drop an F-bomb. Uh, this year, my bracket got fucked in the first round. Virginia lost. BYU lost. Texas. UConn. Maryland beat UConn. I mean, I'm a Maryland fan, but I, I bet against Maryland, and Maryland won. Purdue, Ohio State, Tennessee, Clemson, all in the first round, so... My, my whole bracket is completely screwed at this point. As for my final four, I've only got three left, and hopefully the next uh, couple days it works out. One particular upset I want to talk about is uh, Oral Roberts, who are ranked 15. Um, they beat Ohio State, who was ranked two. I had them going pretty far in my bracket. And then they beat Florida, who was ranked seventh. So they're kind of the... Uh, I would say the underdog of this tournament. My final four is Gonzaga versus Michigan and Villanova. And I had them going against Illinois, but Illinois is out. 
my championship is Villanova versus Gonzaga, and I have uh, Villanova winning sixty-four to sixty-one. So we'll see what happens. But like I said, it's just it's fun to watch, and I love March Madness because it's exciting. You have these nail biters, you have these upsets, and that's why I'm always going to like uh, college basketball. A little bit more history about March Madness and growing up. I had a friend who was in a fraternity at College Park at the University of Maryland. And in 2002, University of Maryland uh, went to the finals against Indiana. A funny thing about that team is uh, Juan Dixon was on that team. And Juan Dixon and I went to school together at Coward Hall. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't remember me. Anyway, uh, Maryland won. Uh, of course, Juan Dixon went on and he played for the Wizards and a couple other teams. He is now coaching for a local university, Coppet State University. One great memory of seeing that game at College Park was after Maryland won, everyone just ran out and rushed the quad and just went crazy. And I remember just sitting there overlooking the quad, seeing helicopters flying around and people just running around and there's like fires on Route 1. It was a crazy time, but it's a good memory. Another, uh, I would say, March Madness memory, and it's it's sort of Maryland-Baltimore related. 2018, when uh, UMBC, the University of Maryland in Baltimore County, they upset Virginia and they completely screwed everyone's brackets. And um, they were a number 16 seed in the South region, and they defeated a number one seed by 20 points. It was kind of record-breaking right there. Uh, it's considered one of the biggest upset upsets of March Madness. But I think this uh, Oral Roberts thing, uh, I don't know. If they keep going, we'll see. I've never been a fan of the NBA. Um, I only ever pretty much just watched the NBA Finals. Here in Baltimore, we don't have an NBA team, but we used to. We used to have the Baltimore Bullets, and they ended up moving to Washington, D.C., and they had to change their name. They changed their name to the Wizards in 1997. And the reason they changed their name is because the owner of the Wizards was good friends with uh, Yitzhak Rabin, and he got assassinated. So the owner decided, okay, that I don't want our, our team to be called the Bullets, so they changed to the Wizards, and they changed their colors to red, white, and blue. Here in Baltimore, we're never going to get an NBA team uh, for two reasons. Uh, one because we're between two major markets, Philadelphia and D.C. Also, why we'll never get a hockey team. Um, but the big reason here in Baltimore is that we don't have an arena that could take the capacity of an NBA team or an NHL team. We do have the Civic Center. Um, right now it's called Royal Farms Arena. Um, but it's really, it's, it's really old and it's really run down. I haven't been there in years. So Royal Farms Arena, uh, back then, the Civic Center, that was the home court for the Baltimore Bullets, our NBA team, from 1963 until 1973. And it actually hosted the NBA All-Star Game in 1969. Um, on the hockey front, we had the Baltimore Clippers, and they were our ice hockey team. And then they changed uh, their name to the Skipjacks in 1981. There's actually, uh, I, was, I was looking it up on Google. There's a, 
there's an RFP that's a request for a proposal for a new arena. Um, they're looking at just doing it at the current site, but there was talk about putting up a new arena uh, in Baltimore. Camden Yards and M&T Bank Stadium are pretty much next to each other. And a lot of cities are doing that where they just put their arenas all in like one district. So we'll see what happens. I wish we could get a new arena because I'd, I'd really like to see one. I'm just going to talk about a couple of popular movies that I would say uh, they're not about basketball, but they feature basketball. My first and always go-to is going to be, of course, Hoosiers uh, with Gene Hackman. Uh, I talked about him a couple weeks ago. I I love that movie. You know, it's a Cinderella story. One of my favorite scenes is uh, the one where they, they get to the championship and they grab the tape measure and, and they measure the court and the basket. and you know, Gene Hackman makes the speech like, okay, look, it's the same dimensions. It's just a lot bigger, which I always thought was a great. This next one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a basketball movie, but it, it has basketball sort of going on in the background. Uh, it's a favorite of mine, uh, Finding Forrester, uh, which features the late Sean Connery. And he plays someone who mentors a kid who's a phenomenal writer, but he's also a really good basketball player. So basketball is always kind of in the background. So I wouldn't consider it a basketball movie, but I always love that, that film. All right. And next is uh, the last one, Glory Road, uh, which stars Josh Lucas. Uh, he was in notably for me, American Psycho. Little factoids about that movie. Um, Texas Western goes to the championship and they play Kentucky. Uh, that championship was played at Colt at Cole Fieldhouse uh, at the University of Maryland. Um, but in the movie, it's not Cole Fieldhouse, of course. John Voigt plays the uh, coach for Kentucky. And it's, it's pretty obvious that he's wearing the prosthetics to make him look like the coach for Kentucky because his nose is all weird and his ears are sticking out. The movie right now is streaming on Disney+. Plus, and I, after watching it, um, I was really surprised because at the championship game they're waving confederate flags and throughout the movie there's a lot of use of the n-word and when you start the movie on disney plus uh there's this big warning that says it contains racial issues and epithets which i thought was a little weird for disney considering they're pulling a lot of movies that are considered racist And of course, it wouldn't be two consoles too late if I didn't talk about video games. And here we are talking about basketball. And there are a lot of basketball games out there, way too many to mention. Just to give you a heads up, I don't play sports games. I never have, never will. I, they just don't, I can't get into them. Growing up, we had an Atari 800XL, which was a home computer that you just plugged into a you know, regular TV. And the first basketball game I played was one-on-one, -on -one, Dr. J versus Larry Bird. And it was on a, it was on one of those big old floppy disks. Funny thing about that game, that was an early electronic arts title. And a good memory from that game is whenever you got a slam dunk, the janitor would have to come out with a broom and sweep up the backboard. So I always, that game always has a, a special place for me. 
I just hacked my NES Classic, and for some reason I downloaded Double Dribble, and since I started uh, putting this episode together, I tried playing it, and that's just another game. I, 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 I can't get into it. Once again, I can't do sports games, so, but that's one that always comes to mind. A big title uh, for basketball games is NBA Jam. I, I never owned it on a console, um, but I think I may have played it in the arcade, but it, it wasn't something I was popping quarters into just because I stink at sports games. On the collector's front, though, um, NCAA titles right now are getting really good prices uh, since they stopped making them, and I think they're there might be a rumor that they're going to come back out with another NCAA title. But if they do that, I would like to, I would like to see the kids, the the players uh, get like a little money or, or some sort of residuals from the game, because if they're going to use their name, then they should make some money. So wrapping up on a personal note, I am, I'm binge playing Metroid prime again. I don't know how, but I just got sucked back into it. So I'm trying to beat that. And I was kind of in a show hole. And I was looking across my Netflix, looking for stuff to watch. And Halt and Catch Fire came across, uh, which I which I had seen before. But I just started binging, binge watching it again. But it features so many good actors and actresses. Uh, first off, Scoot McNary. Um, he was in Argo. Carrie Bechet. She was also in Argo. And her character, she's, I love her as the character develops because she turns into a complete bitch. Uh, Lee Pace, he was, he's been in a lot of films, uh, notably Lord of the Rings. And then you have Mackenzie Davis. Uh, she plays Cameron. And the movie with her that comes to mind is Blade Runner 2049. And lastly, you have James Cromwell and... Once again, what movie was James Cromwell not in? He's just one of those actors. It's a great series because it's sort of, um, there's a lot of character development, but also sort of predicts like Messenger and first-person shooters and Craigslist. And it's, it's a really good series, and it's on Netflix. So if you haven't had a chance, check it out. I just launched a, a Patreon. You can check it out at patreon.com backslash two consoles too late uh you can go on there you can subscribe and i'm going to start posting some videos uh articles and some poll topics i just put one up um about video game remakes so go check it out at patreon.com backslash two consoles too late also go to anchor.fm and Look me up at Two Consoles Too Late, and there you can leave me a voicemail if you want to do a Q&A. And I just got some custom shirts made from customink.com. Uh, I just put the Two Consoles Too Late logo on there. If you want to check out the shirts, they're on my Facebook at Two Consoles Too Late. If you like one, send me a message, and I can get one made, and you can buy one. All right, this has been the podcast for Two Consoles Too Late. I've been your host, Jackson Keebler. Uh, check me out on Facebook and YouTube at Two Consoles Too Late. And stay tuned for further episodes. Bye.